Prodigious hailstones pummeled the hard earth. Lightning flashes turned night to day. 73,700 of them one squally Saturday, according to the National Observatory. And between the storms, the heat was so intense the very sky seemed made of fire. The day the 2019 Tour de France entered the Alps, 80 of France's 96 mainland departments were on severe weather watch. The next, mudslides trapped a hundred travellers between their flows, 35 kilometres beyond the stage finish at Valois, while in Paris, shoppers on the Champs-Élysées wilted in 42-degree heat. It was a summer of extremes. Yet, at Saint-Jean-de-Maurienne, for the start of stage 19, blue skies welcomed the riders and hung over them for 85 kilometres. Only high on the Col de Liseron did the shadows lose their sharpness. Dark clouds brewed beyond the pass, but with 44 kilometres still to ride, Egan Bernal had other things on his mind. The youngest rider in the race, he'd won the eight-day Paris-Nice in March and then taken third place at the Volta Catalunya. Then he'd returned home to far-off Colombia to prepare at altitude for the Giro d'Italia. On Saturday the 4th of May, in Andorra now, he suffered a metaphorical thunderbolt of his own when he crashed on the descent from the Port d'Envalira. He knew instantly he would not be going to Italy. Driving behind him was his coach, Javier Artechi. When I reached him, he was on the ground. He said, Javi, I'm sorry, the collarbone's broken. He didn't even mention the Giro. That evening, even before he went in for surgery, he wanted to talk about a training programme that would get him to the tour in top form. Our goal was to make it to the final week as strong as possible. On the Iseron, his teammate Walt Pauls set a searing pace, lining out the group of contenders into a neatly sewn seam, while further back the stitches were beginning to slip as rider by rider the group thinned out. Another teammate, Geraint Thomas, the reigning tour champion, was tucked into Paul's slipstream. Next came Egan, and behind him a knot that had somehow to be disentangled. Julien Alaphilippe had not spent his season building gradually for the sustained endeavour of the great three-week tours. He'd been winning explosive, hard-fought stages and one-day races all spring. Then he had come to the tour and taken two swashbuckling stage victories, disdaining the energy efficiency that current wisdom deemed imperative to Grand Tour success. He was so good, he raised the question, could the current wisdom be wrong? True, he'd shown signs of weakness on the Col du Galibier 24 hours earlier, crossing the pass a handful of seconds behind his rivals. But on the long descent into Valois, he'd regained the group, and going into stage 19, he still led Bernal by a minute and 30 seconds in the general classification, with Thomas five seconds further back. Thomas and Bernal outnumbered him and had to make it count, without allowing others to profit from their work. But how, if Alaphilippe could not be distanced, and decisively there was every chance he could win the tour? With the gradient at 9.3% and 43.4 kilometres left in the stage, Thomas set off in search of an answer, springing past poles and away. Egan drifted wide, coaxing Alaphilippe forward, and slipped in behind him. He would watch the next episode of Racing Unfold from here. The German, Gregor Mühlberger, led his teammate Emmanuel Buchmann and the other favourites back up to Thomas's wheel. Then the Dutchman Stephen Kreisweg stole away, casting a backwards glance, seeming to invite a response. Thomas accelerated. Mühlberger again gave chase. And then, some way back, a gap appeared. Out of the saddle, heaving his bike from side to side, Alaphilippe is in trouble.
Egan ducks right, describes a wide loop around the flailing yellow jersey, and crosses in an instant to Buchmann. Mulberger, Thomas and Kreisweg look back in succession, and Bernal goes again. Still seated, he darts past Kreisweg. To close the gap, the Dutchman rises out of the saddle for twelve laborious turns of the pedals. Then he too sits, a glance down disguising pain and surrender. The effort has taken him deep into oxygen debt. With little body movement, Egan rides away. There are 42.5 kilometres left in the stage and five to the top of the Iseron.